Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. We're two moms with eight kids between us, from little to grown. We're in different areas of the country and in different stages of life. But we both know that motherhood's a lot easier when real moms share tips and encouragement. And remind you that it's really all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Mom Hour. I am Sarah Powers, and I am here with Megan Francis, and it is Black Friday. Hey, Megan. Yoo-hoo, excited. We're kicking off the season. It is. It is the kickoff to the holiday season. I would ask you how your Thanksgiving was, except, of course, we are recording this before Thanksgiving. So let's assume it was wonderful. <laughs> Podcast magic. I know. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm planning on being in the bosom of my family um, while this rep- episode is is landing. So I love it. I love it. Can we discuss that Thanksgiving falls really early this year? And I am kind of loving it because I love a little bit of extra time to the holiday season. And I, I don't mind having a shorter November up until Thanksgiving, but I'm pretty sure it's as easy as early as it can be this year, maybe a day off of that. So it's like, no, I love it because I, I feel like recently it's been getting later and later and later. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe well, it would like cycle through the Thursdays, right? And then maybe now we're back to where yeah, and then come back around. Yeah, yeah. So like, I feel like the last few years I've been almost like taken aback by December starting. Like, what? I don't have anything done yet, and and so I love having a little extra time. And plus, I feel like this time of year, it's a really long stretch between the beginning of the school year and Thanksgiving. Yeah. We all need a break. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad to have it early. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't lose anything by having it be earlier in November and we gain an entire week like December 1st and it's not for like eight more days. So that is wonderful because we can talk about gifting and holiday prep like we're going to do today, but it's not like yeah. it's so imminent. So I have another question. Are you cranking Christmas tunes since it's the day after Thanksgiving? I am. OK, so I will be at my sister's house. And yes, that's what we do. We hang around her house and listen to Christmas music all day long and play board games. Yep. That's all. I love it. And we're like, we're real strict about no Christmas music until today, the day after Thanksgiving. So to me, it's like I wake up and want to put it on and I get really excited. Well, and we're listening to this a few days in advance of Christmas or of, uh, sorry, of it launching or this episode launching. And I have not heard a single Christmas tune. Yeah, no, I have seen the decorations out in the world. I think where I come yeah. down is I do not decorate my own house until after Thanksgiving. But it doesn't, right. I, I choose not to get grumpy about it out in the world. Like, it's almost kind of pleasant. Like, I know it's coming, but I don't do my own thing until right now, until yeah. right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. Um, oh, what are we talking about today? Why are we in your ears? <laughs> why are we here? Why are we well, here? Why are we here on a Friday? When yeah. We don't often do this because we are doing four bonus episodes. Nice. For the next month. So for the next four weeks, I suppose the next four Fridays are all going to be holiday episodes. So those will be in addition to our usually scheduled Tuesday episodes. And we still have a couple more than moms in there. Or no, we don't. Those are on hold until what, like later in the month? Yeah, the, right up till Christmas. And then we'll have a couple more than moms at the very end of the year. But basically kind of instead of more than moms, we're doing these Friday episodes and they will all be holiday related. And that also yeah. allows us to keep our Tuesday shows. There will probably be some seasonal stuff, but it, it, it means that we can kind of 
do holiday content, but also keep it going because people listen to this months and months after. So if we do all exactly. holiday all the time, right. um, it doesn't quite work. Like a, it doesn't quite work. Well, thank you, Schedule Master Sarah, for uh, telling, like, us telling me what we're doing. What we're doing. <laughs> telling me what's what. And also want to have a little disclaimer that as often happens this time of year, we will be talking about Santa and elves and other magical creatures. And, you know, we're, we usually try to keep kind of a light hand with that. But just so you know, if that's the kind of a sensitive topic in your house, um, you might want to be aware that it could come up. Right. And if you have little ears listening, we are talking today about the Christmas lists, the holiday gift lists that our kids are making and whether or not they will get those things and who will gift them either magically yes. or uh, humanly. So, yeah, you've been warned <laughs> on on the uh, Santa magically or, uh, humanly. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you had this idea, Megan, to just go through our own kids wish list this year and use yeah. that as kind of a springboard for some of the challenges that come with you know, your kids make these lists starting when they're three or four years old and they can't all come true, but we try and make as yeah. much come true as we can. So, Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready to eat meals from our sponsor, Factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart. Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. <laughs> and I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code MOMHOUR5050 at factormeals.com slash MOMHOUR50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product, Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from our place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the Forever Chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. Okay. So should we launch in? Yeah. All right. How do you want to do this? Here we go. We're kind of flying free here. It's um, the day after just, Thanksgiving. I know. That's true. Well, do you want to just kind of go through our, our, our list? Like you yeah. want to go through your kids and I'll go through mine. I have a feeling because my kids are getting older. I think one thing that happens as they get older is that their lists become shorter, mm -hmm. less fantastical, mm -hmm. um, kind of less fun in a way. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you know, it can be really fun to really nail an older kid's wishes or something find them something they didn't think that they wanted and like really get it but that happens pretty unusually I feel like it 
the chances of that happening go down less and less. Whereas, you know, with Violet, you probably can still give her something that blows her mind. Yeah. And I can give her a catalog and she'll circle things and I can get yeah. a couple of those things because they're maybe yeah. $29, $29 or something. It's not as prohibitive. And we're going to get in a little bit later to strategies for when you're not going to get everything or something on their list because we've all dealt with that. OK, I'll go kind of quickly through my three kids. And we're looking at um, some photos of our actual kids list and we'll put them in the show notes because they're cute. They're little misspellings and all that. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Allegra on her list has this it's it's called a doodler pen, like a 3D. It's a 3D pen. You know how 3D printers are all the rage. Yeah. OK, mm -hmm. so it's a 3D pen and it's from the Mindware catalog. I I feel like this is going to be something that is not quite as high quality as I want and then it's going to break. And so that just brings up the question, like, do you get the thing that's on her list and just know that it's probably, you know, not as high quality as she thinks it's going to be? Or do I look for some kind of alternative? At their school, they do a lot with 3D printing and they are really into that kind of thing. So I might do a little research on that one and see if I can find an alternative. And that's nothing against the Mindware catalog, but I just feel like this one looks a little gimmicky that she has. Um, she also has money and gift cards on her list. And I will say that's mm -hmm. kind of a first. So she's 10 and a half and like definitely starting to realize that like, oh, hey, like money and gift cards are cool. Whereas like you would never give that to a five-year-old. Right. Um, and she says gift cards to anywhere and money, please. <laughs> uh, <yes. laughs> um, there is a one gallon of clear glue for slime making, which that actually oh would turn, that could turn into a really fun gift. Cause she's made slime at home quite a bit, like every other girl her age. But, um, it's it's relatively inexpensive to get a bunch of supplies for slime making. And I'm a big fan of actually going a la carte with that kind of thing as opposed to a kit like we were just talking about. Like you got to be choosy and picky with the kits if they're not if they're not made of the quality ingredients that you want. So with slime making, if you guys listening know anything about it, um, it's like. I don't know, glue and contact solution and food, food coloring and a few other mm -hmm. things. But you could relatively cheaply, I could set her up with a whole bunch of new slime. Making. Do you ever worry that she's going to put the one thing in the household that's going to make it all explode? Like the, <laughs> there's some untested household chemicals, you know, like hmm. there's some combination that like it's going to be that one thing that just puts it over the edge. I have not worried Either about that, but maybe I explodes should. Explodes <laughs> or turns into like the blob and like takes so, over your whole house. So it's funny because her best friend is like a very experienced slime maker. And so usually they do it together. And I just sort of figure that Zulia has it figured out. So I'm, I'm putting my trust in an 11 year old. <laughs> and then okay. she put a football on her list, which is cute. I know um, she was throwing the football around the backyard with Brian and Reed the other day. And I always love to have a football to take down to the park because I feel like my kids are getting a little bit slightly old for the play structure. Not too old, but it's really nice to have a football or a Frisbee to toss around. Um, and that is, again, that's a really easy gift. So those are the only five things on her list right now. Now, that doesn't mean that's everything she wants. This is the list I was handed uh, a week or so ago, and it's kind of a little all over the place. She, I'll just mention one more thing. She has also been hinting that she wants the American Girl, the doll that you can design yourself to, not just the one that looks like you, because those you order, they're already there. Like you open the catalog and it's yeah. like the brown hair, blue eyed right. one. There's another one where you, I think, pick the outfit and design the features. And I'm really on the fence about this. Number one, she doesn't really play with dolls much anymore. She still likes yeah. the American Girl catalog. She still likes the idea of it, but she's not logging a lot of doll play. So that's number one. Number two, I think what she wants is the experience of designing. You know what I mean? Like yes. to go on the computer and to pick. And I can see that it would be so fun for anybody. It's like designing your avatar or something. Mm -hmm. That experience, I don't think needs her to also have like Physical a doll. $140 doll. So I'm really Can on the fence. she have a Bitmoji? Yeah, right? Like seriously, she'd have <laughs> as much fun designing her Bitmoji. So I I am yeah. really on the fence. I do like American Girl products. I think they're really high quality. We've definitely gifted some over the years. So it's not against them. It's just, I think what she's wanting is different than another doll. She wants that experience of designing her own. And that's not something you can open up on Christmas anyway. It would be something right. she would do. Right. So I haven't figured out how to navigate that yet. But it's that is probably her time. If she had like a big ticket thing, it, that's probably it. And I, I just haven't figured out whether it's going to happen or or what. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um. OK, so Reed just started his list and he for the last however many years is like one big Lego set 
each year. And I don't know, it's kind of easy. It doesn't really bother me that he doesn't change it up. He'll put the entire thing together on Christmas Day. It'll be, you know, he doesn't get a lot of Lego sets throughout the year, maybe one for his birthday. And it'll be a big one. It'll be a hundred dollar one. So it, you know, takes him a while. And mm-hmm. um, and then he will continue to play with it. He, we were talking about Lego organization in our Patreon group the other day. And I was saying he really doesn't mind when they get like, he'll set them aside for a while and he'll play with them, but he doesn't mind taking them apart and repurposing stuff. And so it really yeah. does. They really do get used and played with. Um, and so he has one on his list this year that's Minecraft themed Legos. And then this year he also got really into BattleBots. Do you know what those are? Megan? I've heard of them. Okay. So BattleBots is a show on Discovery that is actual robotics people making these robots that fight Maybe that, that's like what fight each then. other so the show yes. and so the kids got really into the show but then the company named Hexbug makes the toy versions where it, it is teaching kids robotics and then they kind of remote control battle these little robots not robots like R2D2 like that stand up and look human they're more like little little I don't know how do you even describe it? Like little vehicles, little bots. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Hexbug makes some nice quality of those and he has gotten one for his birthday. And so that'll be on his list. So basically if it's building electronics, robotics related, Reed is all about it. Um, and then Violet, her main thing that she wants is an electric guitar. And I sent you a picture of, she's just starting to spell things out by herself, which is, as we've talked about on the show, it's like our favorite phase ever. Yeah. So her so electric guitar, she spelled the whole thing out phonetically. And I'll have to put a picture up because <laughs> it is. It looks like Ulacric. Yeah, but if you like look at it like electric, yeah, it guitar. really does. It, yeah, it like, makes sense. It, I love when I remember when Clara used to do T R S C H R. Yeah, it makes so much sense. Right, like electric trick. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um. So she wants an electric guitar. She's all into rock music right now. And the thing is, last year she got wanted a ukulele and she got one and she doesn't really play it. But on the other hand, I'm like a big fan of having musical instruments just in our family. So that one will probably happen. I haven't done a lot. Maybe Isaac can tell me what to get. But I am. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm on board with a a child size electric guitar. Maybe not the highest end, but but real enough that she can play it. We already have an amp now because Reed's playing electric bass at school. So I don't know. I feel like I I don't mind spending money on quality musical instruments because it's something I feel like I support. So whether she's really well, ready for it or not is yeah. very debatable. But that'll probably happen. You never know, though, like with, with musical instruments, I often found that a the kid would want it, maybe play with it for a little bit, then let it go and not play with it, like not touch it for a right. while or a different kid would use it. Yeah, that's kind of what the I'm kid thinking. who wanted it. You know what I mean? So and either way, like, you know, there's always going to be gifts that you give your kids that they play with for a month or a week. And then never touch again. And if I had to pick, I'd rather have it be an electric guitar right. or a ukulele than anything else. Yeah, but. I sort of look at it as like just adding to our family's musical collection. And yeah. I'm I'm fine with that. And then she's also yeah. super into animals and anything like veterinary related. So she has been circling catalogs and like found a cute little vet doctor kit. You know, like a it's like a doctor kit, but it's meant to pretend vet. And so she'll oh. get something like that and a bunch of other things. These are just sort of like the main the big ticket item. So that's yeah. really it. Yeah. I go. All right. Yeah, I'll go. All right. So Clara is the only one who's made a physical Christmas list so far. And she probably is the only one of my kids who will. The other ones tend to like text me ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't come out in a written list. I'm starting to really miss those misspelled Christmas. Uh, I know. Clara's is very specific. So it's, I'm loving it. I'm looking at a picture <laughs> of it. It's like really, it covers all the bases. It's very yes. detailed. She's got certain things highlighted. I I think that means if I if she doesn't get all ten items, which she most likely won't, um, I should go with the ones that are highlighted first. Yes, so priority number one is to get a certain amount of money and go to an art store. Oh, so I think she wants to go to like Blick or one of the nice mm-hmm. ones. And yeah, we don't have one of those around here. I mean, even Michaels has lots of good stuff. But mm-hmm. she did say that one one time I went and just got her a bunch of, of stuff, and she was like, "I'm not complaining, but." You know, some of the things I would have chosen a different brand. I was like, okay, okay. She's at the point where she's really particular about art supplies. Mm-hmm. So um, she wants a, a something called a scrawler box. It's like scrawler with, with no E. So S C R A W L R. It's like a monthly subscription art box and it's got real art supplies in it, like stuff that artists would mm-hmm. use. So I'm eyeballing that. Um, it is a UK, they do deliver to the United States, but it's a UK thing. So I have to convert the euros to figure out the cost. I think it's like, it's like 15 euros a month, which doesn't seem like that much. Okay. 
Um, Especially if okay. you thought you'd be buying her art supplies anyway, then she gets to exactly. look forward to it and really like right. you're netting out the same because you'd probably be buying it for her anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, the next one is, I believe, Windsor. Windsor 8 Newton watercolor pen set. No tubes, oh my she gosh. says. I'm not sure what that means, but maybe no. She wants the pens, or maybe that says pan. Watercolor pan. Maybe it's like those little. You know how watercolors yeah. come in those little, um, like the flat. Yes. Maybe it's that yeah. says maybe pan. Um, Grace Art watercolor brush set, watercolor pencils, mechanical pencils, in parentheses, quality. So <laughs> I better watch my stuff. Apparently I get her a lot of junk. Well, usually if I buy her mechanical pencils, I buy them, you know, at Walgreens. Yeah. And they're just like Bic or whatever. Um, leggings, warm shirts, fuzzy socks, bras, etc. Now you had a comment about that. I was like, I don't, I feel like I would have been so embarrassed and I, you know, I have a tween as well who yeah. would be very embarrassed to put that on a Christmas list. So I was more like kind of proud of Clara, like that she <laughs> yeah, would no, want I to, I know she has older cousins and stuff. I think but. that's it. I think it's because she's got an older cousin. So she's kind of looking up and she always is such a big girl's girl. Like she yeah. loves big girls and women. Um, and I, yeah, she always has looked forward to those things right and i've heard that from other at her age i would have been embarrassed right i've heard that from other tween girls too though that they want to and have no like no need to wear one but want to and i was always the opposite and i think my child is the opposite i think my mom basically had to make me um so (laughs) um clay clay air dry okay uh duct tape packaging tape and then the final one is pencil case again she puts in parentheses quality none of that none of that low none of that rent stuff mom so yeah so this is actually gonna be really fun to shop for I I have no like I'm looking at this I could not tell you at all how much any of these things are are gonna cost so I really need to get on it so I can yeah because she's so branding and price comparison brand specific and and it's all kind of in one category which you know kind of makes it easy but then maybe later like at the end of the episode we're going to talk about like when we get stuff for our kids that isn't on their list just to like round it out and I feel like read is kind of the same thing like it could be all lego all building stuff all the time but I usually try and round it out with something he hasn't asked for so all right keep going um so Owen will will text me um in fact he just texted me oh no he he wants to know if we can have his birthday dinner tonight that is Okay, so I, I thought this time of year, if he texts me, it's usually <laughs> for a gift. Here's the funny thing. His birthday isn't for like two and a half weeks. Why would he want to have his birthday dinner tonight? I don't Probably know. Probably because he wants Taco Bell. <laughs> find any way he can. He, he would give up having his birthday dinner on his actual birthday to get Taco Bell. Right now. Um, yes, right now, like two weeks in advance. But because he has a birthday in December, I start to get a slow trickle of Christmas requests starting in like October, sometimes even September. Uh-huh. The problem is he's almost a hundred percent guaranteed to change his mind. Oh yeah. Right up until the last minute. So I don't really ever take any of his early requests very seriously. I mean, I kind of like pay attention and, and I'll, and I ask him to text them to me. So I always have like a record. Um, but he, he wants a skateboard. Okay. Which is interesting. Cause I didn't know he was interested in skateboarding, but that's cool. He wants a hoodie that says sheep on it. And I, was like, okay. But when I looked at it, I was like, this seems kind of like a meme or like a sarcastic thing. And I yeah. wanted to know what it was before yes. I would agree. So I looked it up and apparently it's like double irony because it's like a hoodie that kind of makes you sound like a sheep for doing the same thing as everybody else. But it's like a knockoff brand. So you're like not a sheep. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't, it's like too, it's too much. The layers. Too much irony. The layers, the layers. So I really don't, it, it doesn't seem offensive in any way. Okay. But like I seriously fell into like a Reddit thread earlier trying to decipher this. And like figure what it out. is this? What That's is so this? Funny. Exactly. Um, pretty sure he'll have like some desperate need for new headphones or something. He always has something like that come up at the last minute. Like okay. a game he suddenly wants or like, oh my gosh, my headphones are dead yeah. or he wants new ones. So I'm just kind of holding off for that to happen. And we have just always, because we have so many fall, fall birthdays, we've always kept birthdays really low key. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that we did that early because now that precedent is set and you know as as kids get older the, their gifts get more expensive and you yeah. get them fewer things and I would be I'd have nothing left to yeah. get for them if yeah. we did stuff on their birthdays if we went all out on their birthdays yeah. I'd be out of money and there'd be nothing left so. yeah um William has is has started a band with his friends oh so he's playing guitar so he's made a few guitar item you know things that he's going to want he wants tickets to see Elton John. Now, here's the funny thing. I love Elton John. 
the tickets. So he wanted me to go. Okay. With them? be part of the, yeah, with them, okay. which I think is great. That's awesome. Except the tickets are like 200 bucks each. Yeah. And he's, his best friend and his mom are going. So kind of feel like I maybe just get him the ticket and send him with them. I, and it's not that I don't want to go, but like if I have $200 to spend, yeah, I don't know that's how I'd spend yeah. it, which, and I love Elton John. I just, I don't know. I'm not yeah. feeling it. Um, Jacob and Isaac, I will probably have to pull teeth to get requests out of them. No, they've actually both literally said to me nothing. What were their go-tos like five plus years ago? Like in like the tween, early teen ages. Did they have like the same stuff? Like they liked they liked like um music, they liked games, mm -hmm. they liked electronics, um, they liked clothes. Mm -hmm. So and they'll probably like they just got new cell phones, they don't need new cell phones, so that's out. But like there's always something they need. Yeah. Um, Isaac has a car. There's always something you need for a car, but it's just not as fun anymore, man. Yeah. Like, you know, like maybe some kind of experience, maybe take them to a show or something, but even that's kind of hit or miss. Cause I'm not hundred percent sure yeah. what they'd actually want to see. And they will tell me they don't want anything if I ask them. Interesting. So, yeah. Which isn't true. Everybody wants something. Everybody wants something. Well, I you find know? myself saying that yeah. sometimes. And then like you get really close to Christmas and then I start seeing everything that I want. I'm like, oh, wait, I do want stuff. Yeah. I just what, had a hard time right. coming up with it. Um, you can't think of it up and like in the moment. Always, right. But well, um, yeah, after we're going to take a sponsor break. But after we come back, um, we're going to get into this. Like, do you get a kid everything on their list? What do you do when it's too expensive or you hate the idea? And then I also think it would be fun to talk about our moms with like babies and little kids who aren't even making yeah. their own list. Like how do you, what's your strategy yeah. for deciding what to get? We are welcoming back Vionic as a sponsor today. And Sarah, I will be honest. I was sorting through my warmer weather wardrobe the other day and it could seriously use a refresh, but you know, what's good to go. My shoes. I've got a great selection to choose from thanks to the Vionic Vitals collection. And lately the pair I keep putting on again and again is the Uptown Loafer. I have two pairs, one in sand suede and the other in camel leather. But please don't make me pick a favorite. Oh, I won't. I'll let you keep both. That's so funny, Megan, because I was a little jealous of your uptown loafers. I was the last one on our team to get a pair, but I just did. I also got mine in the sand suede, and I think I've worn them like four times this week. They really finish off a cute spring outfit. The Vionic Vitals collection has the best essential styles for everyday wear to get you ready for spring. And no matter what shoes you choose, you'll be on the go in comfort because every single pair of Vionic shoes delivers their trademark Viomotion technology for a difference you can feel. Vionic sandals, sneakers, and flats all offer incredible support, stability, and cushioning, and every pair comes with a 30-day risk-free trial, so it's easy to try them out. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Vionic Shoes. Wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya vitamins have loved them, which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves, so they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's chewable kids' vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash mom hour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Okay, we're going to jump back in. Let's talk a little bit about the types of gifts that end up on a list that, that the kids have no business putting on the list. I know you have some <laughs> thoughts about, um, what did you call it the other day when we were talking about this? Like, not fantasy thinking, outlandish wishes. I might have, yeah, outlandish or yes, just it, it's magical thinking. They're yeah. not getting any of this stuff. You know that stuff has really gone away with my kids. And I was even trying to think of an example. And I re I remember one of my kids, like what, an example when they were little, would have been like one of those four hundred dollar 
battery operated cars. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like the Um, ones you actually sit in and drive around. Yes. Yeah. Now, the funny thing is Clara did get one of those when she was like three or four and the boys would not let me hear the end of it. Oh, because they had always They never got one. Now, it wasn't as expensive as like the one. I don't remember exactly how it happened that she got it. I think John and I just couldn't decide what to get her for Christmas and was one of those like kind of splurgy Christmases Mm -hmm. where we we were just like, oh, this looks awesome. Let's get it. And the boys all did ride in it, by the way. That's so funny. They they all way over went went over the uh, weight limit. But they were like bound and determined to get their to get their chance to ride in a battery operated car. So they would have a lot of fun going up and down our alley. But those kinds of things, I feel like little kids are really good at coming up with. They have no context. Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you have any other examples of those? In your well, house? well, Violet has on her Christmas list this year, she would like a cat, like a pet cat. And that's oh, yeah. not oh, happening. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, the pets have been big on ours. Right. Too. Yeah. Or, you know, sometimes it's something like a new house or like something they want the yeah. family. Like I want, you know, grandma to come live with us or like whatever, you know, so they will. They when they believe that magic is part of the season, why wouldn't they? put the most magical outlandish things on there. And I think that like, like everything else we talk about, Megan, there's, there's a middle ground. You don't obviously need to grant all of the magical wishes, but I don't think you also have to be like now Violet, that's never going to happen. Like, you know, I I think um, what I've tried to remember as a mom is that we really try to manage disappointment on Christmas morning or whenever op- you open your gifts, but they are often so delighted and so happy yes. with the simplest things that even if the kid is clutching that list and has it all spelled out, it's going to be okay. I don't know. I, I guess it's, it sounds so simple, but I think we have this paranoia that they're going to be disappointed, but you forget that they still get to open a lot of good a lot of good stuff. And it's like, yeah. it's like a muscle. You just have to have a few Christmases under your belt of being like, this is maybe not, they didn't maybe exactly. get the thing that they wanted and see that it turned out. Okay. I don't know. Do you have memories of when you were a kid, like the Christmas or two where you realized like you were a big kid and Christmas wasn't quite as fun anymore. I, I remember yes. like, I don't yep. know, nine, like 10, 11. 11. Was, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe 10, 11, 12, someplace in there. Yeah. I, I, I definitely remember nine being great because I got, um, Megan and Sundance from My Little Pony. Oh, nice. It was like the little doll. Mm-hmm. And she came with Sundance. It was the first human in the My Little Pony. Yeah, I don't world. remember humans, but I wasn't a huge My Little Pony person. But. And that was, I think, the last time I really remember feeling like Christmas was super magical. Mm-hmm. And I got like the thing I wished for and thought, oh, I won't get it. I won't get it. Which is kind of funny because it wasn't that expensive. Right. I mean, it wasn't like an outlandish gift at all. It just felt so, I wanted it so much yeah. <laughs> that I guess I felt like maybe I wouldn't get it just because I wanted it that much. Um, I, I think too, with, with the way I'm looking back at how I've always handled it with the kids is that I've always made it clear, like you make a list and make sure the list has extra stuff because you're yes. not going to get everything on the list. Yes. So make sure that you, you know, pad it a little bit, put a few things in there, like put your most outlandish thing you want, put your stuff that you think is pretty reasonable, like just kind of round it out. Yep. And then you're going to probably get some things and you won't get all of them. And I've never, I mean, I, I'm not going to say none of my kids have ever been disappointed on Christmas. That's not true. But I don't remember there ever being like real surprise. Yeah. That one of those wishes didn't come true. Like when, oh, or when William wanted a bird. Okay. I just told him. We're not yeah. Bird. <laughs> that and then he tried to play this. He tried to play the like, well, if Santa brought it for me. And I was like, Santa would know better. Then yeah. to bring a bird into this house. They will say then, that though. Like if, if things yes. are really expensive or they're looking in a catalog yeah. and something is $489, but right. then they'll be like, well, Santa just makes it. I mean, right. he's magical. So it doesn't cost anything. And um, older kids will kind of use that against you yes. sometimes. You yes. have to be like, uh-huh. Okay. Totally. Well, guess what? Not this Christmas. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, speaking of kind of fantasy thinking, that's the catalogs really come into play. And, and this happened accidentally in our house. We just get a lot of toy catalogs at the holidays. Like I'm sure a lot of you out there do. And I just let my kids go through them with total abandon and they highlight Mm -hmm. and they circle and we keep them out from they start arriving. I don't know, Halloween and we keep them out all season and they talk about it and they it's it's complete. It's a complete exercise in magical thinking because I they're not going to get 
almost anything from there. But it's a great way for me to kind of watch, like, what are they really into? It's almost more informative than the lists that they actually write because I can see what they what they look at, what they're, you know, and we have a whole bunch. I actually brought some up here in where I'm recording right now. Um, But this year they had fun with the Sharper Image catalog because they're getting a little bit older. So actually my older two got really into some of like the geeky electronic stuff. Again, it's probably not going to be what I get them, but it is a really fun way for them to fantasy shop. Um, and I think you've just done a really smart thing, which is from the beginning, have everybody know that you don't get everything on your list. Right. And yeah. And then... Well, and we did kind of like your example with with trying to figure out what Allegra really wants. Yeah. From designing the doll. I mean, we did the same thing with the toy catalogs. I'm kind of almost wondering if I left a toy catalog out this year, if anyone would even look at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the bigger kids might look through it for like nostalgia. Yeah. Clara might mark a few things, but I think we've kind of probably got past that phase um but i used to do that because i felt like part of the fun was just looking at stuff yeah i used to do the same thing in the sears catalog yes i remember the sears catalog i would go through and mark so much stuff i knew i wasn't going to get any of that stuff but it was fun just to look at it and and fantasize about what that would be like yeah i had a a house or a bedroom or a toy room that can was full of all these new toys and that was fun to think about and then that was it i didn't really expect to get it right you know so i think we can make pretty big distinctions between our kids fantasizing about things yeah. and actually thinking it's going to come true. Yep, absolutely. Um, there's a couple other types of gifts I think that I have uh, purposely not gotten and not just the expensive ones or the outlandish ones, but, and that is like the Allegra and the Design Your Doll. It's stuff they think they want, but they really don't. And this has happened a few times with my kids. It's either something that they're nostalgic for and they think they'll play with. And I just know like, no, you don't want that. And so I will sometimes bypass that and try and find something else on their list that they really want. Um, and then there's also like just stuff that you don't want in your house. If it's something that you don't agree with or, right. you know, it's what up for whatever reason. So I just I guess you don't have to get it. If it's on the list, it doesn't mean you have to. It, does, it doesn't mean anything. It's not an obligator. Do you? It is not. Um, an I obligator. do want to circle back to your to your first comment about um, Allegra, the gift that Allegra wanted that you thought might be kind of low quality. Yeah. And you're trying the to little like, 3d pen thing. You're trying to like strike that balance between getting her the things she really, really wants and looking for a higher quality mm-hmm. um, option. And I have gone both ways. Yeah. Sometimes if the rest of their list is kind of boring or practical, I'll get the thing, even if I don't think it's the best one. Yes. Because the, I feel like the kid is already kind of attached to the idea of, mm-hmm. of that brand, even if it's the marketing behind it or they like the packaging. I mean, I've done the same thing. Sometimes I buy something because I like the packaging. I, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> and that's okay. It's a treat, right? So totally. it's like, but sometimes, especially if it's something that's particularly like a higher price tag or something like we think they'll just be that much happier yeah. if they have a good one and they'll actually bother to use it. Yeah. Because I, I also sometimes think that those things that are packaged a certain way make things look less complicated and more fun and then yeah. they're more likely to be used yeah. and then they might still be crappy and fall apart. So I don't know. I'm curious if yeah. you've, like how far down that rabbit hole you've gotten. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. And I think I've done it both ways too. I think if you, if you think about like the total collection of gifts, the kid's going to get on Christmas morning, whether it's, and I would include in my family, I would include what they're getting from grandparents and stuff. Cause I'm usually involved yeah. in farming out those ideas. Anyway, you want there to be one or two things where they look at it and they say, Oh my gosh, that's just what I wanted. That's exactly right. what was on my list. So in the case of the 3d pen, like if, if it were worth it to me to have that couple, that immediate recognition of like, oh, I got what I wanted. You want them to have that for one or two things. And then you're going to fill in with things that you've sort of like, you, it's either not something they asked for or you're it's a different. Curated. You've curated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've made yeah. a decision. So yeah, totally not, um, not above. In fact, I have a really quick, funny story about that. Violet wanted a double, stro- a dolly double stroller. I think we had an old cheap doll stroller, but she wanted for two babies a couple years ago. And she had it in her mind, a side-by-side version. And I found really a really, really nice one that was one doll in front of the other. And I didn't think twice about, it was a better one. I got a really good deal on it. And I thought it would, I thought she'd use it more because it was like nice wheels. It looked like a jogging stroller, like a bob stroller. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she has not stopped talking about how, mommy, I like this stroller. But I, what I really wanted was the side-by-side. Like I, in that case, I should have gotten the, gotten the little umbrella stroller where the two babies sit side-by-side side it was cheaper it would have probably fallen apart but it was what she wanted and I didn't listen in that case so I don't know you miss the mark sometimes and she does use this the 
tandem double stroller, the front to back one, but she will always remind me that it wasn't exactly what she wanted. I can actually kind of see that because there's something about seeing the two dollies side by side that just like, I don't know, feels warmer or something to me. And I I can see, I can see Violet's, but I can see why you went the other direction too. You don't always get it right. Yeah. I just didn't think it was that important of a, of a quality. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, this one's so cute, blah, blah, blah. But she really had it in her head that they were side by side. So it's kind of funny. Um, Okay, so what about when we do decide to go off registry or off the list and get things that are not even remotely on the list? Do you have thoughts or strategies on this? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I feel like because my kids, because my older kids are so reticent to even tell me that they want anything and because Claire's lists are so specific, I kind of have to. Yeah. Um, And that's part to me, that's part of the joy of shopping. Yeah. Christmas and gift giving is like being able to pick stuff out. Um, I know you have a couple of examples, but I think that when I... When I go off, kind of like off the registry, as you put it, a little bit and think outside the box a little bit. Like last year, I got everyone alarm clocks. Yes. Um, This was pretty selfish, honestly, because I wanted to get them alarm clocks anyway. And Mm -hmm. it just seemed to make more sense to do it as a Christmas gift. Uh, So it was like killing two birds with one stone. And what was happening was that, first of all, I didn't like them sleeping with their phones within arm's reach. And it really wasn't working for their phones to work as alarm clocks. Like somehow they were turning them off, like almost in their sleep. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, I think that the sound of the phone wasn't different enough from the other sounds that they're surrounded with all day. So I got them all alarm clocks and they all liked it. Like it was not something that they'd asked for, um, but it was novel. Like it was like, oh, this is a surprise. Weird. Interesting. Yeah. So they really like that. So like, it's just stuff like that. Sometimes I'll try to think of something a little practical, yes, but also a little fun. And I think electronics, personal electronics often kind of scratch both itches. Yes, I, I um, totally agree. I, I'll just yeah. interrupt real quick because I think we're just yeah. entering the whole personal electronics. Allegra does not have a phone yet, but last year I got her a Bluetooth speaker for the shower because she does have an mm-hmm. old phone that she uses to listen to music on. And that has like played all year. Like the, all kids love it and it, it goes in the shower. And I'm thinking this year, another maybe another little Bluetooth speaker for her room, um, headphones. Like, like you, I thought the same thing about like a little clock or alarm clock, anything room decor. It's practical things, but especially as kids get older, they have fun. I mean, they get excited about those. They're not thinking of shopping for themselves in that way yet. They're not going to go buy themselves a new alarm clock. Um, Let's see. I had oh warm and cuddly things. I've gotten like fuzzy socks or heating pads, like comfort things, mm -hmm. like bathrobes and slippers. Yes. Those things always tend to go well with the kids too. But again, it's not stuff they'd ask for. Right. We always um, do. I always have one of the answer uncles um, get them calendars, hanging wall calendars, just Mm -hmm. the old fashioned 12 month calendar. And again, they're not going to put that on their list. It's really inexpensive, but you can do it in um, like a theme that they love. So Violet's is like puppies and kitties and Reed's was Minecraft and Allegra's was Hamilton. They look at them all year long um, and even a preschooler understands the calendar and can hang a calendar in yep. their room so that's a good one we've also done um, throw blankets for their bed just like a very inexpensive but for some reason mm-hmm. they get excited and you you and I've talked about licensed characters and how we're not big on licensed character everything but with the throw blankets like I don't know we have an angry birds one and a, just they can be corny and they love it and they can drag those around the house and have picnics with them so that's a good one well, um, I think there's something kids really like about something that seems like kind of out of the adult world. Yes, absolutely. That's theirs. Absolutely. And it's at the same time, it's not something that like if they got a gift card to Target, they're not going to pick it out for themselves. It doesn't belong in that toy category. Um, We have done, I have done as grandparent gifts, um, suitcases and sleeping bags. And those are again, really functional and things that kind of grow with them for several years, but they get so excited. The benefit of those two is that they're large in size and there's something about a present that's really huge. Like, I mean, physically huge Mm -hmm. to open up that kids get really excited about. So my parents got them carry on suitcases last year um, and they were so, so excited and it's totally functional, um, but it makes, makes a great gift. I think if your kids are transitioning from say the preschool age range into like starting to get into to elementary school these are these are good gifts to think about because you're probably tapped out in terms of plastic toys and like I feel like there's a yeah. there's a transition to where yeah they do get into some older kids stuff and activities but these these are good fillers that feel like oh my gosh this is exciting yep. but it's also functional it's not terribly expensive um and then my only other note on this of going off registry was sometimes you can 
sometimes we overthink it. And some there's there's no harm in just giving a kid more of what they already love. I think for me, I think, well, I want to be unique. I want it to be different. Yeah. But like Violet loves Beanie Boos, you know, like the, like yeah, they're not the little, Beanie Babies anymore, but yeah. they're the with the big buggy eyes. I mm-hmm. mean, they cost $8. She has so many of them. Anytime she gets any money from anybody, she goes and buys another one. And my first thought would be, well, let's not do that for Christmas because she already has so many. But honestly, that's what would make her the happiest. Like someone could get her five of them for $40 or whatever, and she would be so, so happy. So sometimes you don't need to overthink it. And there's nothing wrong with giving them more of what they love, like Clara and her art supplies. Like if she might have yep. a million, but if that's what she wants, it doesn't. we don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know, that's so true. And I was just thinking Clara was exactly the same way about beanies until I think they were beanie boos even when she was into them. Yeah, they think um, those have been around for a while. Yeah. What was the other one? Webkins. I remember her being okay. very into Webkins. So was Owen. That was like when she was a little bit smaller and he he was really the one into him. And then she kind of got into him because of him. OK, she I could have gotten her endless Webkins. Yeah. So she would have been happy with that. And hoodies. OK, Clara and Owen are both super into hoodies. Like I don't it doesn't matter. I could get them a hoodie for every occasion and they'd be happy. That's so funny. They'd wear them all. Yeah. Too. Like they would rotate through them. So yeah, there's certain things that they just, they just like. Yeah. And they're, and they're useful or not. Yeah. (laughs) But who cares, right? Who cares? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, let's, before we wrap, let's spend a couple of minutes um, talking to our listeners who have like an infant and a two-year-old and like who are not, they're not making their own gift lists yet. And what I remember is the challenge was not deciding what to get them, but telling the relatives what to get oh, them. Yeah. That was, um, I've talked about it in various holiday episodes, but we, it was, we were the, had the first grandchildren. We had very generous yeah. grandparents on both sides. And it was a little overwhelming because I kind of felt like, gosh, we don't need a lot more stuff. They don't need, they, they don't have the stamina to open a bunch of gifts on Christmas anyway. Right. And yet we had these relatives who wanted to give gifts. So I think my number one tip for that is forget the kid for a second and think about the slightly bigger ticket items that are going to help kind of, um, like curate your home as a mom of kids because your kids are going to be starting to get older. So things like, and we've we've recommended these on past episodes, Megan, like the cozy coop car, something that multiple kids yep. would play with for years or a child-sized picnic table for the backyard or a play yep. kitchen, like the things that like, it's it's going to be something that yes, yeah. Yeah, they're going to they're going to go the distance. And by the way, we have done multiple episodes where we recommend specific things for different ages. And I'll link those up in the show notes um, so I won't get too into products. But think about like what are the lasting um, kind of almost. Yeah, the lasting items that I want to have in my house. And then in terms of the actual two or three year old, they would be so happy with something that costs $18. So if people want to be generous, I say put those things on your list that are going to help you as a mom kind of create the space you want. And that can be anything from like a little table and chairs to. Yeah, yeah, I like that kind of stuff. And if you have if you have very generous um, relatives, too, I think that like something I had a hard time with. Um when my kids were little and they were gay, they don't, that really tapered off as more kids got added to the family. And we all kind of made a family decision yeah. not to buy presents for kids anymore yeah, or anybody. We just stopped because it was like getting out of control. But when there were, you know, there are 16 cousins. Oh my gosh. Families, so yeah. Yeah. Um, but when there weren't that many, um, I do remember having to, you know, kind of figure out like, it's okay if the majority of the money for Christmas gets spent by someone other than me. Like, yes, that's, that's absolutely. Like that's, I get a pass then. Yes. Like I can buy a few like fillers and like little stupid things for them to open and spend 40 bucks on my three or four year old and feel great about it because grandma bought them something expensive. And like, I I just, I feel like I felt pressure at first not to let Christmas be like subsidized by the grandparents in a way. And then I realized that was really dumb. Yeah, I can see so how you would they get wanted there. to do it. Yeah, I know? can see how you would get there. But I 100% in those first few years, we spent very little on the kids mm-hmm. because we had these, we had people who wanted to buy them stuff. And I think, I think what I, what I tried to avoid is like, the question is like, well, what's she into? Well, she right now is into, let's say, Sophia the first or like the lion guard but is she going to be into that forever and ever and those are the types of things I tried to steer the relatives away from is yeah. like the gimmicky things that we're going to get played with for a hot second because one or two of those things will make the kids face light up on Christmas but they don't yeah. need more than that um so I don't know I guess you get to be a little selfish as a mom and be like well yeah. what we'd really like is <laughs> fill in the blank yeah and 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 just for anyone listening, I know anyone who's got a kid older than two already knows this most likely, but for anyone who's listening with youngers, 
um, just keep in mind that there is a diminishing returns. Yes. Like there, there's a place where your kid peaks with the number of gifts. And after that, it's all downhill. Yes. So for your child, that might be three gifts for yours. That might be five. It's kind of hard to predict, but like more is not better. Nope. Um, with not till they're ones, like, not till they're like yeah. five, maybe then like yeah. the quantity starts to kick in. The other thing that if you don't, if you haven't gone through this, you don't know it, but your two or three year old will want to play with each gift immediately, including put the batteries in, take it out of the packaging. So there really yes. is no point in having eight or nine of those types of gifts because they will never get to the other ones for a while right. anyway, because they, they you don't open something, set it aside and open the next thing like older kids might do. Right. They will want to immediately play with it. So you just have to be yep. kind of prepared for that. And babies, babies, man, they don't care about anything. They don't they don't care about any of it. They'll just give them some wrapping paper. Yeah, they yeah. And don't <laughs> feel like you need to keep it equal. I know we've talked about that in holiday podcasts, too, but don't feel like you have to keep it equal. It all evens out in the end. Like there there will be Christmases where somebody's dollar tallies a lot more than the others but I feel like it it evens out in the end don't you think oh yeah for sure it all evens out yes we can talk we can get into that more um in future episodes but the whole trying to make things fair yeah thing it, it all becomes fair eventually it does so, it does yeah. um okay so what I want to tell you guys is we have done a ton of gift related episodes today was kind of meant to be like hey let's check in about where we are this year but um, last year we did three gift guides all broken up by age and we have updated the links to those products because it was only a year ago and we stand by the recommendations because they're for all different age groups we'll link those up in the show notes as well as all of our other holiday episodes so if you are on this black friday you know wanting to just dig into holiday podcast stuff there is a ton of it for you um, and then we also want to remind you to check out Spangler Science Club. We talked about them at the top of the show. You can head to our website and our Instagram to see that video I talked about of my three kids. And if you're ready to order, if this sounds like a great gift for your STEM loving kid, use promo code MOMHOUR and you'll save 10 bucks on three months or more at SpanglerScienceClub.com. So thanks to them. Thanks, guys. All right, Megan, we'll be back with everybody on Tuesday. Happy Thanksgiving weekend. See you then. The Mom Hour is supported by partners like Erica. Erica is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug when they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. Erica was built by a dad of three boys who saw that teens themselves were really becoming self-aware to the risks of social media, and he wanted to help them self-regulate. Erica works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Hi everyone, Megan here. Sarah and I would absolutely love it if you would hit pause right now, like right where you're listening, and leave the Mom Hour a rating and review. If our show has helped you feel a little more confident as a mom or a little less alone, this is one of the biggest ways you can thank us, and it really only takes about 30 seconds. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, you can navigate to the Mom Hours show listing. So when you're in the episode you're listening to right now, click where it says the Mom Hour just above the play button, and then scroll all the way to the bottom, and you will see the ratings and reviews. We would love if you would leave us one as well. Thank you so much for listening.